I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, y'all. Pat here. Want to pop by and remind you, I'm the best. Also, I play Ezra, mainly the best. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons of the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and I'm, I'm a little upset tonight, uh, as you can see. I am, uh, my eyes are a little puffy and red, and I have been, I, I'm not too ashamed to say, I've been crying in advance of tonight's show. You know, I walked through the crowd to do my normal ro- warm-up routine that I do before, before taking the stage proper, and, you know, I was just, I was astonished at, at, at how and how mightily the attendance has dropped off as of late. You know, I feel like I'm doing a great job. I feel like, you know, if nothing else, this is probably some of the best parts of the story that have been told so far. I mean, we're really getting in there and doing some crazy stuff. There's uh, very foundational elements of our of the, 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 the kingdom that surrounds us now. And, um, you know, but, but people are, are, are fickle, I suppose, is, is what it comes down to. And, and I think a large part of it, you know, if, I, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I think a large part of it is this new usurper that's rolled into town. I almost don't want to mention his name because I really don't want to get him, you know, the press. But, uh, I, you know, of course, I'm talking about Dinkris, Dinkris Twistwaddle, who's, you know, waddled his way into town and um, started stealing my customers. I mean... I have been here for months at this point, nigh on a year, telling the story of the Brute Force. First hand, certain parts of it that we will eventually get to later, first hand. You know, not, not many people can say that, but then you get this gnome. Now, okay, okay, forgive me, forgive me. It's not, I have nothing against gnomes in general, but I, I've known many a gnome bard in my days. And let me tell you something, folks. You've seen one gnome bard. You've seen them all. I mean, especially this kind of guy. You know, he's bringing nothing new to the table. It's all, um, you know, it's all it's all smoke and mirrors, really. It's not something to be excited about. It's, it's not it's not true bardship. I'm between you and me. He doesn't even know anything about the brute force. You know, he, he, this is the first time he's telling any stories about the brute force. A lot of the stories that he's telling, he's being—he's telling them secondhand from the stories that I was telling just weeks ago. And I feel part of it is that people weren't caught up and they missed a pit here or there. And they're, they're going to listen to him now. So maybe I'll get caught up. But you're never going to get caught up, fella. So maybe just bite the bullet and just buckle in for the ride I'm taking you on. Because you don't want some secondhand story jockey just, just swinging adverbs willy nearly about the stage you want good old-fashioned and uh, respectable storytelling you know and that's what i try to provide here and that's what we're going to provide today of course now of course you didn't come here tonight to hear me talk about that you came to hear me talk about the brute force and last time when we were talking about them um it was actually a quite interesting part of the story ezra had seemingly been trapped inside a wither glass um the one that yanov had made and it uh you know did some strange things. Took a little while, strangely enough. Uh, you know, kind of a deus ex machina thing. But, you know, regardless, it, it definitely happened that way. So, um, but also Mirka. Mirka was gone as well. She had uh, all run away with Moon Kevin, it seemed. You know, not not for not for naughty reasons, but simply to, to go and treat the, the assistance of, of a local clan of druids. So while Mirka was off with her new friends... And Mort and Lola prepared for the exfiltration of the vizier. Ezra was truly alone. But soon, that would not be the case. Ezra, you are... Well, you're in the middle of having a, a, a rousing drinking game. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a new friend called Big Mike. Oh, I do remember Big Mike. What's a slip? And you're, by all accounts, winning. But mm-hmm. you're also... Mm-hmm really drunk mm-hmm. and the next thing you know uh the world starts to kind of fade out a little bit around you mm-hmm. and in, in seemingly in an instant you are transported somewhere else 
and you are uh, in a in what appears to be the captain's quarters of the Poops Pride. There are a few notable noticeable differences mm-hmm. between this room and the actual captain's quarters of the Poops Pride. Such Most as? notably is the fact that the wall that would hold the door that would exit out onto the deck is missing and replaced with a wall-to-wall uh, ceiling-to-floor mirror. Mm. As you look into the image in that mirror, you do not see your reflection, but you do see something that kind of makes you realize what else is wrong about this space, and it's that the reflection of this room in the mirror looks right. Everything is where it should be. And as you turn around and look around the room behind you, everything is completely opposite of where it should be. Yanov's bed is on the wrong side of the room. The map that sits behind his his little writing desk is completely inverted the wrong direction. Why do I why am I so familiar with Yanov's bunk? Well, because you were in there when he was Massages. trying to figure out how to build this. Uh, That's right. When he's trying to build this uh, wither glass for you. You're trying That's to right. keep up Ruth's training. That's right. It's built for massages. So as you're looking around, the other quite noticeable difference is that the wall directly opposite of this mirrored wall, uh, aside from the ceiling and the floor, are the only wall is the is the only wall in this place that is is actually right. Uh, to your left and right, which would be the sides of the of the boat. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but port and starboard, right? You got it. All right. So the port and starboard sides of, of what b- would be the ship uh, are missing. There's there's no walls there and it just opens up into a different room entirely with stone floors and kind of a mossy cobblestone uh, uh, like set of raised columns. And then past that, it's a it looks like a little hut with a stone floor. And past that, it's like looks like some marble slabs. Um and just going on forever, as far as you can possibly see, it's more and more and more of these rooms. And there's a slight curve to them that almost makes it look like they, they're wrapped around uh, some giant spherical object. But if it was uh, wrapped around a sphere, it would have to be unbelievably uh, massive. Hmm. All right. Also, you, you somehow, luckily, uh, became instantly sober upon arriving in this place. So you don't have to spend the next 30 minutes pretending to be drunk. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, don't freak out, Ezra. You're having another dream. You've had exactly one before. How did that one work? Not good. But this one seems okay. The as, weird. You say, as, you, as you say this one seems okay to yourself, uh, you hear uh, two sounds. Mm-hmm. The first sound, which sounds far away, but not far away to make you comfortable, given the context of the sound, is a low guttural growl that reverberates throughout the uh, throughout all of these rooms uh, in a way that 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 is pretty unnerving. Uh, and it's only made uh, a little bit less concerning when you hear the, the second noise which is, uh, by comparison, far more terrifying. Sounds like scrabbling claws and gnashing teeth and a uh, ceaseless, maniacal laughter. And that sound does not sound far away. It sounds like it's everywhere in this place. Mort's full of shit. I told him Dreams were bad. He said Dreams are not bad. You can go do them. Joke's on the other foot now. And um, Ezra punches the mirror and then in front of it. I don't want to go to the starboard or to the port. Let's go to the front way. All right. Well, you haul off and uh, give the mirror a solid punch. Go ahead and give me a roll. Give me a melee plus uh, strength. Melee and strength. And now we roll. I can find my melee. There it is. Okay, it's almost seven of these. I gotta learn to count again. It's only that horse were here. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. Five successes. Damn. Well, it was an impossible feat, but your five successes, uh, you give this mirror a solid as, uh, uh, hit as you can, and 
though it does not shatter, the room around you just lurches in a sickening fashion and it, it changes somewhat like the angle of everything changes a little bit. And as you look through the reflection of the of uh, uh, in the mirror, the the ref, like the angle on that has changed a little bit. You're looking almost a little bit more up towards uh, the ceiling of the cabin now and the sh- like the entirety of the room around you has changed to reflect that. I guess that's progress. I'll do it again. All right. As you get ready to haul off and smash this thing again, you see um, coming around from uh, inside the mirror, uh, you see Yanov kind of roll around to the to the front of his desk and like look really deep into the mirror. And he's giant like he's way bigger than he should be. He, you know, he, he takes up the entirety of the mirror and then he kind of backs away from it. And it's almost like it's uh, it's almost like a projection of him. Oh, Yanov, what are you doing in my dram? Welcome to my dram. Is horrible in here. Uh, he waves at you really quickly and taps on his ear uh, to try to symbol, like to, to show you he can't hear you. Oh, your ears don't work in my dram. I'll, I'll concentrate on your ears and then you can hear me. And so Ezra, like, very, like, is like, sh- he's clenching so hard and, like, has his eyes closed and he's really focusing on making Yanov be able to hear him. And he just, like, starts to. Like really shake because he's so tensed up that he's shaking trying to focus on getting these ears to work. Uh, Yanov is sitting down at his desk now and he's got paper and pen out and he is uh, writing uh, feverishly and he holds up a piece of paper that says can't hear you. How are you? Are you okay? What's on the other side of that thing? Ezra reads it doesn't absorb it and he says, can you help me out? I think I'm stuck in a dream. Please wake me up. Find me and wake me up. I was with Big Mike. Uh, you hear <clears throat> you hear that uh, growl again, and it's significantly closer. Furthermore, I hear a growl, and it is significantly closer. <laughs> oh, wait. And Ezra inexplicably knows um, sign language, and maybe Yanov does as well, so Ezra signs everything he just said. Oh, okay. Let's see if Yanov knows sign language. Yanov doesn't know sign language. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Is Yanov um, going to do anything while I'm gesticulating? You, and wh- While you're gesticulating, why don't you roll a... Um, why don't you roll a perception and a wits plus perception? Three, four. Oh, no. Two. Two successes. Uh, okay, so out of the corner of your eye, uh, in what looks like about maybe three rooms away, you see movement. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, turn around, I go to the desk, and I grab off the map and a quill. I'm assuming there's some sort of quill yep. situation. And I write him a note, and then I say, can you hear me? And I hold up the note. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He writes down on his no, but I can read that and holds it up. (laughs) I just write, cool, and hold it up. (laughs) Then I put it down and write, I think I am in a dream. You know, I spell it correctly. I still think it's pronounced dream. He is writing a little bit of a longer message. Uh, and while he's writing a little bit of a longer message, you get his chance to kind of look around and, and, and see what that movement was that you'd seen over uh, to the side a few rooms away. And coming into view is, I mean, from front to back, it looks like it probably is all of about 50 feet long. Um, and if it weren't for the odd proportions of this place, uh, it would no, it, there's no way it would fit in the uh the poops pride captain's quarters but because of the way that the walls and ceilings tend to work in this place it although it looks like it has the proportions of the rooms that you're currently like that the rooms that you know it it really doesn't like as you move you can't really move around the room the way that you would be able to move around a real room so dimensions don't seem to hold purpose but uh this is a roughly a 50 foot long very gaunt and uh matted fur 
uh, lion. I write help really big and hold it up. And you would think that Ezra would write like the Chick-fil-A cows, but he did not. It is the most ornate and beautiful, like <laughs> old English calligraphy. Everything he writes, it's like the most gorgeous handwriting you've ever seen. So uh, he just writes help, holds it up, and then turns to face uh, Dirty Aslan. Uh, so the lion comes closer into the room and he walks right past you and keeps walking through the room. Uh, he doesn't seem to even really pay attention to the fact that you're there. I pick back up the paper and write, I'm going to follow this weird lion again. Beautiful calligraphy. <laughs> and uh, walk, <laughs> walk with the lion. Uh, as soon as you get up and start moving around, the lion kind of stops and uh, rotates its head a little bit and looks back at you. And he says, you're new. Yeah, man, you're weird as shit looking. <laughs> What's going on here? This is not a safe place for you. Well, you know, nowhere's really a safe place for me. We got this, you know, things are happening. I hang out with a bird and a skeleton and a yeti. No, nowhere's really safe. You have a job to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I've been told. Was, uh, my job was winning a drinking contest with Big Mike. <laughs> I might be real drunk. That's what this might be, actually. I'm going to recalibrate. Are you Big Mike right now? Big Mike, you want some, bitch. You're Big Mike. The lion kind of turns around very slowly. It's it's painful to, to watch. I mean, it is like, you know, if you've seen really old animals when they have to, you know, make sudden movements, it's, I mean, it's obviously a, a laborious thing for him to get turned around. He lays down in a way that like you imagine old dogs lay down where they start to bend their legs and then their knees just kind of give out from under them. And they just flop down onto the ground. And this giant lion just flops down on the ground near you and kind of half yawns and stretches a little bit. And he says to you, you need to get out of here. All right. Which way is the exit? Through the gift shop? <laughs> Banksy. You know Banksy, right? You look like a you look like a Banksy. I might be. I don't know who cool. I am now. I just know that I'm hunted, and it oh. won't be far behind me. It's a real Jumanji situation you got yourself in. Oh, someone roll a six or eight, and we can get out of here, right? From the play, you hear laughter coming <laughs> from about everywhere, and it's uh -oh. really unnerving. Is that what's uh, is that what's on you? What's your name? I never, I'm a pretty rude guy, come to think of it. I never asked anybody their name. What's your name, brother? It doesn't matter anymore. I don't remember it. That's been here too long. Super depressing. That's real depressing, my man. I'm going to call you Tim. You are Ezra. Give me your hand. Uh, left or right? Just kidding. You Deal's can have them both. <laughs> can I give choice. him a weird preacher handshake? Hey, hey thanks for coming to the service. Nah, he does not shake. Your, he does not. He is, he's not. He's not shaking your hand. He's a oh. giant ass lion. Oh well. Uh, I'll give him. When, when you extend your hand, uh, he opens his mouth and un, uh, rolls out this way too large tongue because he's a giant ass lion, and he licks the back of your hand. And as he licks the back of your hand, you know how it is with cat tongues, and they've got yeah. like those little hairs on it, and kind of like rough and sandpapery. Um, as he licks your knuckles, the clay of your knuckles just kind of washes away a little bit. And you look down at your hands and uh, whichever hand you offered to him, uh, the knuckles are exposed diamond now. I'm a real boy. Uh, that's cool. Uh, I got a weird hole situation. Down. Can we... Can we get some diamonds set up down there? He kind of half chuckles and then through an extraordinary amount of effort, he gets back up onto his feet and turns to walk the other way, the way he was coming or the way he was going originally. And he says, hmm. I can't wait any longer, but you need to get out of here. All right. See you later, Tim. Weirdo. I'm usually one that does the licking. You know what I mean? Ruth. Classic. Um, and I guess I'll walk back over and try and punch the mirror again with my uh, diamond knuckles. 
All right. Well, as you kind of give him a little bit of a, a, a one more one more joke on your way over, you hear more laughter again. And um, now that you're not focused on this 50 foot long lion, uh, you notice that uh, you are kind of surrounded right now. There are hyenas, um, large hyenas, not nearly as large as this lion, but probably all of them uh, at least about uh, nine foot long, uh, kind of all around this room. And they all look over. pretty much exactly the same. They're slowly edging in on you. All of them making movements identical to one of no- to one another. They they're lifting the same leg at the exact same time. Not in a way that's learned like animals would do to to try to advance right. uh, simultaneously, <clears throat> but in a way that makes you think that they are in some way, shape, or form all the same hyena. Like when they sing "Be Prepared" in Lion King, and all the hyenas are goose stepping. <laughs> Very similar to that. Uh, we don't talk. Uh, we have not talked a whole heck of a lot about gods on this yeah, show. Yeah, that lion is definitely so a god, far. right? I mean, I know he's uh, a god, but Ezra's an idiot. Well, that that's unknown, I guess, at this point. But something that Ezra does very much know um, is that there is one god that still lives. Um, mm-hmm. In the world of Eorth, uh, all of the gods came to Earth. They had a battle called the Celestial War. And they all died except for one. And the one that was left behind, the one that walked the earth, the one that collected all the relics and gave them to mortals, the one who feasted on the flesh of the other gods, that was Hyena. And that is the one god that still remains in this world. And you pretty quickly surmise that you are facing several faces of the same god. And the god Hyena is here with you. Oh, wow. And, uh, yes. And the the stories of this god... uh, are not good. Well, I, uh... Hmm. Hmm. I guess I just, uh... Immediately become a supplicant. I just drop. Like, oh, <laughs> brother! Cool, this entire storyline has just gotten a lot more only interesting. The, only the penitent man shall pass, and I drop to, uh... Drop to my knees and... and like, oh, hyena dude, God, hyena, Mister, your worshipfulness. Hello, I got a diamond hand. Now, from the lion. Hello. Uh, within a split second, jaws are open and and shooting at you from every direction. These hyenas launch an attack, and they are coming at you, full speed. Well, we had a good ride. <laughs> run run towards the mirror and try and punch it with my diamond knuckles alright you are running full speed towards this mirror you throw your fist towards the mirror let's get another melee plus uh, plus strength but you're gonna have to give yourself a little bit of a bonus which is to say take all the fucking dice you got and roll them <laughs> oh, okay. cause you have the fist of a god right now Oh, the lion was a good god boy too. All right, I can't uh, tell you that yet, but maybe that's the subtext. I've lost a dice. One, two, three, four, and another success. Five, five successes. All right, so you you're running as fast as you can. You're throwing your fist towards these uh towards this mirror, and I mean you're throwing your full body towards it. The fist is just leading the way. I'm diving Superman style. And you are about uh, two feet from the mirror when uh, the jaws of a hyena land on your forearm. Um, These things' mouths are immense. And so uh, when it closes on your arm, it basically takes the arm off um, for the entire entire width of of the jaws of its mouth. Oh, no. But... Uh, the fist keeps going. Uh, it was on the other side of this mouth, and uh, it continues on and hits the mirror, and it shatters, and the world around you shatters, and it immediately goes dark. It's a happy day for you. Uh, you guys had a nice conversation with um, some tieflings, and the tiefling mages are more than more than welcome to help you out. 
Um, you've got a nice little plan right now where one of them is going to accompany you guys uh, disguised as either Miracle or Ezra, whichever one you guys kind of see fit. And you're in the final preparation stages uh, to mount up and actually uh, you got a few horses. You're going to head off towards Murkheim and then uh, stash the horses, walk the rest of the way back in and um, try your exfiltration. Uh, and we managed to get like a, a charismatic one, one we think we could they could pass off as the vizier. Uh, well, I thought the plant. Yeah, no, I guess that works. Yeah. I forgot about that yeah, aspect. He of was the going in as Ezra. Or he was going to leave himself behind. Becoming the vizier when we right. take the real vizier. Yes. Sounds good. Yes. You have the most charismatic tiefling, which tieflings are pretty naturally charismatic. So you think you got yourself a good one. Awesome. Uh, let's, let's think. Let's think of a name. Um, <laughs> something oh, demonic. Ga- Come Gavros. on, Gavros. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so- but as you guys are kind of going over the final, uh, the final plans, you hear a little bit of a clamor towards uh, towards the eastern edge of camp. And uh, they're blowing a, a, a horn that signals uh, there's returning people returning to camp. Uh, I look at Mort. I wonder what, what the, that uh, commotion's about. Should we go and check it out before we head off? Well, uh, we'll bring Gav here with us, too. And she kind of tugs the tiefling along. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yep, coming, coming right along. He sounds like such a nerd. Well, you haven't seen me in disguise. (laughs) Um, were were you guys expecting anyone back? Um, I don't know. They don't run everything by me, but um, maybe it's your friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she she starts she starts running towards the the commotion. All right. Well, as you get into view of uh, the people that are returning, it is Moon Kevin and Mirka, and they've got they seem to have a, uh, somebody else with them. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> Mirka. Uh, lovely to see you back. It's good. Well, like, it's so good to right, see you. Like right beside Mirka and like kind of digs her elbow into her side and. Motion toward Moon Kevin and then digs her elbow in again. It's like, uh. what are you? What are you doing, Lola? I mean, can I? We being weird. We're all, we're all adults here. Come on, stop it! Stop it. How, how many times do I have to say that I'm three? Like, aren't you adult for a harpy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, so I can still keep acting, acting like a spaz. Um, I uh, how what you guys just took off? What what what? How was it? It was it was good. Um, but but first, uh, Lola or Lola, America goes over and swoops up Mort and Lola in one huge hug and goes, "Oh, I missed you guys so much." <laughs> I wish that everyone could have seen that motion that Bajaya just did. <laughs> that is how Bajaya hugs you in real life if you go up towards her. <laughs> it's like a weird Bill Cosby thing. I don't know. But not the right part. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> too soon. Um, I, it's, good, it's good to see you too. I can't breathe though. What? Oh, you can't breathe. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just, I just miss you so much. I, I put, they put you all down. Ah, uh, uh, Ezra's, Ezra's gone as well. What? Yes, he's, he's trapped in a mirror. Um, is the mirror, about that. is the mirror oh, looking back fine, at him? I'm sure. <laughs> it's looking back at him. <laughs> in the mirror. So uh, you, did you have a productive trip? Yeah, we did. Did you did. find what you were looking for? Yes, look, we met a, a druid, but I'll let Moon Kevin explain it all because I I'm not very good at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the druids of the outer circle will help us out because they were totally cool and like 
you know, pretty chill. And so uh, we got their support. We also met Talu here, and she's uh, kind of acting as an envoy, I suppose, right now. Hey guys, um, I brought my crystals, and I would just <laughs> love to read all of your guys' energy before we do this. <laughs> Please tell me she's like really cut as well. Um, yeah, describe Talu. <laughs> okay, so Talu has that kind of like, it's that weird, gross, hippie, but like, effortlessly chic hippie like the ones that um regular she smells like lavender no no she doesn't smell like patchouli (laughs) she smells like maybe a hint of sandalwood and french lavender um but then she also has like braids um and some flowers in her hair um she's very clean she wears sandals that are woven from different colored ribbons um of she course. she walks with the colors of the wind you could say um, oh, geez, no <laughs> <laughs> she is a little like spacey though like um if there are things that you that are like moving if there's a branch that's rustling or anything like that you'll see her just like like just like really jerky kind of like sharp movements and she'll like kind of look around and she uh she wants to like look really close at things and she always has trail mix um uh, what her. you're saying is that she is doug from up the golden retriever dog <laughs> that just goes squirrel <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. everything equals a dog of course <laughs> welcome to my life um yeah so do y'all want your energy read by Talu? It's Talu. Say it like the uh, wind breezing. Hi, Talu. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Mort. <laughs> she will, like, give up. I mean, I, not not like a piece. It would be like what the equivalent of um, this society's or what Druid society is. So maybe she flashes, like, I know other people don't know Druidic, but yeah, just like... I don't know. She gives you like a thumbs up, but that's like code word for like druid hello or something. <laughs> I return the gesture. And then she'll give everyone hugs too. One one question. Does it hurt? Does what hurt? Uh, getting your whatever the thing is you do. Oh no. Uh, it I feels... thought you were going to say when you fell from heaven. <laughs> 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 Shit, I wish I would have done that. It feels so right, because it just, it washes away all the negative energy, it infuses you with good energy, and if you don't feel ready to take on, like, 20 goblins, then I did something wrong. Yeah, it would probably be good for everybody to get nice and centered before this mission. But if you do something wrong, does it take away from us? I mean... Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of all, all held together with energy, so uh, I don't I'll, know I'll about this. Sure nothing's going to happen to that. Oh no! I just mean like your emotional, spiritual energy. Hell yeah! Center me up. <laughs> Center me up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as as Lola uh, kind of sits down with Talu to. Uh, to read some chakras or whatnot. Uh, there is a squelching sound, and you hear over the Frankie talkie. Uh, uh, hey, hey, guys, are you there? Yanov, I missed you so much. It's Mirka. So I'm back. You, you, you need to press the the, the button, Mirka. Oh, you need press. to put your finger in his mouth. Uh, you need to make a, a noise. No, I don't like this. Is that it? Yanov. Uh, yeah, Mirka. Hey, good to hear from you. Um, so Ezra's back. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, few few minor changes, but I mean, otherwise looking great. I mean, he's here. Um, he's not conscious mean? yet. So, um, can you ask him he's what he means boat. by minor changes? And uh, I'll I'll uh, 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 I don't know. What do you what, what do you guys want to do? What do, do I want to meet up? <laughs> Over. Yana, what do you mean by minor changes? What's wrong with them? Over. Over, yeah, sorry. Over, he won't know. Um, I... I, I uh, listen, it's probably best just to, just to see. So, um... 
are you guys uh, coming this way? Should we come that way? Uh, let me know. Over. What, what do you guys want to do? You want to? You want them to come over here since you? We are getting uh, our. Ask him where he is. Yana, where are you? Over. Uh, we're we're on uh, we're on the poop's pride right now. Uh, we're just right outside Merkheim, so um, we could be your way in not too awful long. Or you know, what do you guys think? Over. <laughs> well, this kind of puts a wrench in our plans. Is we needed? All right, we're gonna have to come up with. Oh, hey, this guy can pretend to be Nigel, right? That that would work. Yes, certainly. I don't know, guys. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty cool character, so I don't know if I could really pull off a solid Nigel, but I'll try. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, guys! I'm, I'm Nigel, and I'm scared of things. Spot on. <laughs> okay, I gotta go back to practicing. I've been practicing. Uh, I've been practicing other ones for. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go practice. He kind of walks <laughs> off. Uh, Mecca, tell uh, Yanov that we'll meet him uh, on the poop. Say a, a mile west of Merkheim. As the crow flies. Uh, hey, Yanov. Yes, as the as the crow flies. Uh, we're gonna meet you a mile west of Merkheim as the crow as the squirrel f- crow flies, <laughs> not squirrel. Over the squirrel crow. That's the squirrel cry. The old um, okay, uh, that sounds good. I don't. You kind of broke up for a second, and I don't know what squirrel crows are, but I imagine they're not too much different than other birds. So, Wild West, we got it. See you there. Over. Okay. See you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Over. <laughs> love you. Love you too. Over. <laughs> I like to imagine that Mirka said that, but it was like whenever you're talking to a parent and then you forget that you're not talking to them, so you say it to like a customer or someone you barely know, and you're just like, I love you, bye. <laughs> All right, we're gonna fast we're gonna fast forward uh, <laughs> to <laughs> that sound in. <laughs> wow. We're going to fast forward to a mile uh, west as the squirrel crow flies of Merkheim. And you guys have, uh, you've been traveling. I mean, it wasn't too awful bad. You were only about 12 miles south of Merkheim in the first place. And so you kind of cut around. Uh, and waiting for you is uh, Yanov and Ezra. Lola starts running towards him as you describe him. Yeah. Uh, so... You're like, man, Yamov had us all worried for nothing. Like, it's it's just Ezra. And as you run up to try to give him a giant hug, he he reaches up to, to hug you back, and he is missing one of his arms oh, from no. the forearm down. <laughs> she she gets close to him and kind of digs her heels in and says, No arm! <laughs> oh my god, Ezra. What an oh, yeah. Ezra! Um, it turns out we, we learned a new thing about Dreams. What happens in a dream affects you in real life. That's not true. Ipso facto. Ipso facto. Vis a vis. I gotta stop. I gotta. I gotta, I gotta stop. I'm a stop man. It's. I gotta stop. Listen, it, it, it looks worse than it is. I'm. I'm working on a, a really awesome prosthetic right now. Oh no. And let me tell you, by the time you guys oh no. get in and out of there, um, I'll have this thing. I mean, it's it's going to be sweet. It's going to be great. That sounds um, real scary. I've learned. I don't like it. I've learned my mistakes. Okay. If this arm I'm not, has a face on it, I am going to hit you. <laughs> okay. Well, it won't now. But here's the other thing. I've I've learned my mistakes, and I think I'm going to go away from flashy. I'm I'm gonna try to try to get on the entire other end of the uncanny valley here. Like we're just I'm going straight metal, and I think that if I work with metal work, I think it'll be less scary for everybody than uh, purplish flesh that's kind of sloughing off. I think that's uh, that's a great idea, possibly one of the best ideas you've you've had so far. I've got it all figured out. Don't worry about it. Mm. It's good to see you guys, though. You too. Good to see you too. Tulu goes up to Ezra. Um, to introduce herself and she goes up and she goes hey I'm Tulu I see you're into alchemy and that's really cool but you gotta watch out with that shit it's bad news bro uh, there's something really wrong with uh, the way the energies are around where his hand used to be like you can feel it's just it's just 
She feels she, wrong there. So she goes That's to right. like do uh, the druid symbol, and she like pulls back, and she's like, "I can't. Your energies are just too bad. I can't. Go. You're gonna mess oh, I'm me sorry. up." Uh, I'm sorry about the rude. What'd you say? What'd you say your name was? Tootsie. 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 <laughs> oh, how you doing, Tootsie? You doing all right? I'm so good right now. Yeah, I bet you do all kinds of right, don't you? What? Yeah, girl. <laughs> 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 just at that moment uh, a rock moves and she like looks over and just yeah she has a little spacey this one that's how, that's how I like it you're gonna see another rock move uh, is gonna go up to Ezra pick him up in a hug what's up um, and then pull out some of her fur her hair from her arm kinda dance around dance around in the wind like I don't know, she saw Taludu and then sprinkle it on his arm and just like What's this? wait ex- What's this? wait expectedly. Oh, I thought it would it know. would grow a new fur hand for you, but it didn't. That's No, that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool dance though. Hey, I'm into that. Thank you, but I thought you would grow a hand because you know, we were like with druids and I thought maybe some other stuff rubbed off on me? No, no. You guys remember the hyena god? Yeah, chomped my, chomped my oh, hand no. off in that dream. I don't think that was yeah. a dream. What? That was a dream. Uh, dream, not dream. Dream. Do, do I still have... Was the diamond knuckles on the hand that wasn't bitten, or did he bite the forearm and the diamond knuckle kept... Yep. You lost so that I, whole oh, thing. Damn. You don't have diamond knuckles now, because that hand dang. is gone with the arm. I had diamond knuckles, too, which is pretty sweet. I could have given Tootsie some, but she would have dug it. She seems like she's into minerals. <laughs> it's Tallow. <laughs> Laura climbs up the back of Ezra's back and cuffs him upside the head. Hey, Laura, I miss you. You would have loved it in there. There was a lion. He licked me. You would have loved it. It was so cool. And then, but then it got real scary. But for I like a while there, my it was arms me. where they are. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's she, the down part. But she does like hug him around the neck, and he he pats her on the head with his stump. <laughs> We're gonna go uh, kidnap the vizier. Oh, that sounds fun. Is she coming? He points at Tolu with his stump. Oh yeah, this is Gav. <laughs> she says and motions towards the tiefling. Uh. He he's uh, in the process of uh, doing some magic ritual right now to try to make himself look like Nigel. He's gonna look like Nigel. Is he he's gonna be all right? Circle drawn out on the ground. And he's kind of working his magics. Is he gonna be all right? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna come with us. We're gonna pretend like we escaped. Get into the vizier's office, and then uh, we we got a wither glass with us. Sorry, you gotta go back in it. Um, but hey, we're, if we all get stuck, if we get stuck, we'll all be with you. Um, and, uh, and then we're gonna head back to Camp Fia with our glass and bring the vizier with us. Wait, that's what happened? I that's thought, what we're gonna do. Well, I thought, because when I was with Big Mike, and then we were having fun, I was like, Big Mike, you're my best friend, I love you, you're the greatest person in the world, you and Jam yeah. 2 are my best friends oh, forever. Ezra. Yeah. And then, I'm afraid Big Mike's dead. Yeah. He, oh, he drank himself. He drank himself under. That's partly on me. That's partly <laughs> on me. Damn. Now I'm only down to one best friend. Jam tooth. Damn. Lola cuffs him upside the head again. Everyone who gets close hey. to me dies. I'm bad news to Lula. I'm bad news. <laughs> She'll shoot you like some finger guns and wink at you and then go back to twirling her hair and like eating a nut. <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah, yes, you will. <laughs> As she shoots the finger gun, Zianov just kind of like has like a little moment where he's like kind of looks at her weird, and then he like gets out a little notebook and starts writing some stuff down. <laughs> I look over at uh, oh god, Ezra looks over at Mirka and I, he goes, "I get it, I get it now." <laughs> Druids are priests. <laughs> Druids, am I right? <laughs> So, like, we're going to have to make our move pretty soon, I think. Oh, my um, God, Moon Kevin, you're always trying to tell people what to do. Just uh, let it, let everyone decide. It's because his energies are so aligned right now. So he's feeling very motivated. And he gets a little bossy. <laughs> I'm feeling motivated, too, girl. You know what I mean? Bossy. Also, oh, what's right. up, Vizier? 
Uh, is it a he's horse? A leader of some sort? <laughs> nah, he's a human. He's, he's sort of like the uh, the deputy king, as it were. Oh. He governs things while the king isn't around. He's like the, the king's chief advisor. When do we decide to okay. get rid of him? Oh, no, we're not getting rid of him. We're just kidnapping him back to the camp so we can interrogate him. Oh. Jamtooth sheaths his sword, and he's like, oh... I did not pay attention to the plan. <laughs> Sorry. I was going, okay, I'm glad we had this talk early, is all I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> all right, well, only some of us can go into the city. The rest are going to have to take the horses back. I mean, we could all go if we came up with a reason that Tallulah was with us. Guys, oh She's- my god. No, this is perfect. Hold on for a second. Okay, everyone close your eyes and count to ten. Eight. Okay. Fourteen. <laughs> four seven. Two. Okay. Green. Uh, two. And then you just hear this like. <laughs> and then Mirka fears, feels like <laughs> going up the back of her leg and just like this little thing like on her shoulder, but it's like splattered out on her shoulder. So then whenever you guys all open your eyes, Tulu is gone. <laughs> Where did What's she go? On your shoulder? What's on my shoulder? It feels like there's, there's something like... on my shoulder. <laughs> you hear that little giggle? <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> there is a ghost on my back. <laughs> Mirka, I'm on your shoulder. No and one. She like sits up, and it's a little white. Uh, Tufted ear squirrel that is on your Mirka's shoulder, and she like blends okay, in squirrel, perfectly. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra is the only one that can hear Lola mutter under her breath. Stuff off my game. <laughs> oh, she's gonna uh, be fun. That's cool. Uh, are we all uh, are we all wild shaping right now? Is that what we're doing? I or mean, like, should I, men come in, do what I mean, you feel is right. <laughs> yeah, the, so. I mean, I could do, I could change into a bear, but I don't, nah, I don't, not, probably not going into the city wouldn't probably smart. No. I, I think I'll just stay. I'll just, I'll just do me. Yeah, they've seen you before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there were six of us that were taken by the demons, as it were. They might so not recognize me. All accounted for. Only Ezra wasn't taken, but they don't know that. Because I was a bush. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Is that tree? Is that your neighbor with the weed whacker? No, that's Danny. Okay, the garage with the chainsaw. No, it's not with the chainsaw. Playing Clue? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is it your neighbor with the weed whacker? No, it's Danny in the garage with the chainsaw. (laughs) Damn, that was Colonel Mustard. Um. So okay, quick quick question. So you're planning to, uh, I guess, abduct the vizier. That's right. So, okay, using the wither glass, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but then, like, won't they know that he's gone? Ah, no, because uh, Gavros here is going to cast some illusion magic and make himself appear like he is the vizier. Oh, my that God. should give us some time. Oh, that goes pretty deep. So then, where? But then, then where is he going to say you guys went? Like, shouldn't you guys like uh, be in he's town? Going to tell them that we went. Somewhere, we we did have this worked out, but now everyone's back together. That, that plan won't work. So, <laughs> and our cumulative we, IQ has dropped. <laughs> we we were going to say that we'd gone off to rescue our friends, but our friends are all fine. So, no, I can we need stay to here. Alter to that plan slightly. I gotta stop. I still need rescuing. <laughs> well, at least your hand. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh, well, why don't you just have? Why don't you just have Jam to take the horses back and then say that you're going to go rescue him? That's a wonderful idea, Yanov. And then that's one less voice that the DM has to do. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? In fact, Yanov, you could also go back because you weren't with us when we were taken anyway. Yeah, I, I, I totally didn't plan to come to the city with you. I was uh, going to go head back and keep working on that cool hand idea. It's gotta, it has to, the joints have to work for massages. No, I mean, Tootsie. 
I was made for massages. You missed the, there was a song about it earlier. All right. So maybe, how about maybe there's like a, a fleshy glove that you could slide this thing into and then you no. could use that. No, uh, I don't need that. I just need, I just we'll need workshop the, it. I mean, maybe, we'll figure maybe it out. It can, maybe it can be the deep tissue chop in the other one. I can do the, the squeezing. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Quick sidebar. Mirka, Lola, and I dismissed it earlier because I don't really care about Yanov. Sorry, my dude. Um, he mentioned that he really needed to figure out how to teleport. And I said, I don't care. We should probably investigate that. <laughs> I still don't care, for the record. But I figured uh, one of you might, because your empathy would be higher than mine. All right. My world okay. is when Ruth died. I'm going to fi- file that one away in my mind palace. And then uh, we'll deal with that after we get the vizier out. Fair enough. Just wanted to bring it up. What have I got? Yanov, uh, by the way, um, Prince Amethyst's uh, mage colleagues would like to speak to you at some point about the weather glasses. They think that you may be able to mutually help each other uh, with those problems. Oh. Well, that's cool. Um, maybe they can help me figure out how to make them actually work and not get people trapped into a limbo of hell. That would be awesome. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you lost and an arm. You lost an arm. Part, part, part of an arm. I mean, isn't it the same thing, though? Like, losing your whole arm? Or, like, what are you going to do with that stub? <laughs> oh, wait and see. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> I mean, I can like all right. Jam so a you guys, sword into it. you guys, uh, you guys, you guys head forth into the city and return as returning champions. Uh, when the guards see you guys approaching the gate, they are in their uh, nerdy and high voice, high pitched voices, uh, exuberant and excited. The doors are thrown open. The vizier and Pistrum come down to greet you uh, in the wait, courtyard. wait, no, but no, before we did that, we were gonna beat each other up a little bit. <laughs> Oh, oh well, yes. Okay. Yeah. As, as you, you, re- you return. Uh, you return as returning champions that have been beaten up a little bit by each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> the end of twenty fifth hour. I've lost an arm. It's me, the hero, with one arm, one and a half. I lost some hair. You could totally tell. I'm not happy about it. Probably Lola ah. that picked it out. I'm calling it out. <laughs> Look, I, I've already got nine toes. <laughs> <laughs> My word! How did how did you escape from the demons? It's it's a long it story. It's very hard. You need to talk to the vizier. You don't have but time to go hard. into it, really. But you know, this this is the vizier asking yeah. this question. Oh, okay. Where where are we though? Are I don't remember what any of these voices. You're you're just in the courtyard uh, of the okay. of the of the castle okay. proper. Um, can we go inside? We need we to are, talk to you. Uh, very tired and very hurt. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's go. Let's go uh, to the to the council chamber right away. We'll have a kind of a debriefing on this whole thing. This is this is amazing. Yeah, man. you guys very are amazing. ushered in. We're amazing. So you guys are all led into the council chamber where you guys had met originally with Pistrum and the Vizier, and they both kind of sit down in the room and uh, usher you to the to the different uh, seats Boy, around the table. Both Pistrum and the Vizier. Both Pistrum oh, and the Vizier are in the room, it. as well as a couple of of the the bigger small guards. Can uh, do y'all have some food? Can we have some food? I'm pretty hungry. Please? Oh, absolutely! Fetch them whatever whatever we have. It's 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 kind of slim pickings around here still, but I'll have a haunch of your finest meat and a cup of acorns for no particular reason. <laughs> and he glances over. America's shoulder, and he's like, huh? You see so, two little, like, fingers. <laughs> so where were you led? Where did they take you? Did, did you did you find any more of the of our guards, or? Dead. They're all deader in hell. There's a river of blood. That's that how is... we killed the demons. We drowned them in the river, in the river of blood. blood that they created. Pretty ironic. They probably wish they had been a little tidier with their murders. The demons are not all gone. We just, we managed to, to, you know, Defeat some kill of them. a couple and yeah. we got out of there. Yeah, the, that, was they, a, they that, was a, that was a very convincing lie for a golem, Pat. <laughs> yeah, no, it was true. From the wither glass. <laughs> we don't know what all happened in there. 
Okay. They they will likely be coming back and search for us once they've uh, gathered their, their wits about them and realized what's happened and that we've escaped. Um, so, but we needed to report back about the the guards. Um, they they're they're gone. What, but uh, some of our friends are still there. There are still a few there that we need to go back and rescue. But we needed to come back and uh, regroup first. I, I I don't know that there's much that we can offer. Uh, we we barely have enough people left to to man the walls, and we don't have much in 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 terms of equipment anymore. I, I suppose that. Pistrum could could come and maybe his magics can with yours could 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 maybe serve you in some way, shape, or form. And he looks over at Pistrum, and Pistrum is super not on board with this idea. He's like, oh, I I'm, I don't know about that. I I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm more needed here. Uh, there's communication to uphold, and and I I don't know. It, it feels like this might be. Um, this might be one of those situations where, where, where maybe Merkheim is, uh, it, it's, it might be time to move on. Maybe if, if all of yes, the guards are um, gone, we barely have enough to, to, to hold. I agree. It may be time to consider moving to, to another city. Like I said, the, the demons will likely be back and they're going to be pretty angry. Ah, uh, no. Well. I, I don't know if you need to be that hasty yet. Listen, we just need a little bit of rest and we need to regroup. We took out quite a number of them, but uh, I mean, there's still some back there that we do have to, to go back and save. Um, But you're right. Uh, You know, we can do this on our own. Pistrum, you, you know, I, I think that we got it as long as we can regroup. Yeah, I don't know. Just just give us some food and some rest, and we'll get the rest of them. Gosh. Well, um, I I think we can't give you more than than a, than a couple of days, and then no, I'll, of course, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to tell the king what's going on. Okay. Excuse me. And Pistrum gets up and and walks out. Ezra goes to flip him off, and all he has is a stump. <laughs> so he can't. Yeah, does he close the door behind him? He, 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 he does. They, he does close the door behind him. There, are, there's still uh, one guard in the room. Another guard comes come in. Another guard comes in, bringing uh, you guys some food. America just takes the whole tray and, and the, eats half of the food. The vizier's just got it. The vizier's just got his kind of his heads in his hand. He's like, oh, um, that's so okay, many men. So. At this point, I'm gonna get Nigel, quote unquote, to like mm-hmm. step back, ah, step back a bit, and like so he like, and I'm gonna be like, oh, you must be so tired, and lean him against the wall. So when we use this thing, he'll still be left over. Oh yes, I am very tired. What? I, I punch him really. I punch him really sharply in the ribs. Like, shut up. Oh. <laughs> Um, who's got the mirror? I I turn to the guard that brought in the food and say, "You you didn't bring any drinks with you. Perhaps you could go off and and fetch us something to to quench our thirst." Uh, the vizier kind of waves him off, and he rolls his eyes at you. Like, God damn skeletons! Skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, off. I'm assuming that Mort has the mirror. It doesn't matter. One of you two has the okay. mirror. Okay, I'm gonna say Mort has the mirror. So sure. I I'm gonna like slowly uh like almost like trip or something so i can uh get closer to merica and uh like reach my arm out for ezra so that we can all kind of be in a smaller contained area there so that we can all all get into the guards, reflection of the mirror with... we still need to deal with the other guard though yeah oh, he's he can come oh, he can come with us sure why not yeah Take him cool. with us. Take him. We'll kill him later. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> the, the, the vizier can just say he sent him off. We'll kill him later. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so I, I make sure that we're all in a smaller area so that more, it's easier for Mort to get us all in the mirror. Um, 
I position myself so that the final guard is also caught in the reflection of the mirror. So and... we're, we're getting everyone but Tiefling. Okay. You are looking at everybody but the Tiefling in a little mirror in your hand. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. And then Walt starts singing. The wheel in the sky keeps on turning. (laughs) (laughs) And in a flash, you are all transported into a clearing that, as you look around, it looks looks like there could have been a camp here, um, but... There is uh there there's there there's not really like any tracks leading off outside of the area. It just looks all trampled down in this area. Uh and so it doesn't doesn't look super easy to to track where they've gone from here. But luckily, we know guys, where they're going. Luckily you guys know. Um and the Vizier looks up like completely confused and falls down flat on the table that he was sitting at. Uh oh. and he is still sitting at this table that has transported with you into the middle of this clearing and you all fall unconscious. You know, great, great plans always have some small flaw in them that can be exploited, or, you know, through chance or just a uh, uh, poor foresight. And, and that was the flaw in Morton Lola's plan. You know, we have, we have the benefit of, of hindsight, but, you know, even in the moment, the, the hints were there, you know, when they were transported to Kushkal, from the, from the Elysian Sands. They took parts of the temple with them, you know. And then likewise, when uh, they transported themselves uh, from the clearing to Amethyst campsite, you know, you notice there were you know, clear-cut trees all around that clearing, almost as some sort of ominous foreshadowing, you know, that the things in the periphery must be uh, attended to, you know. And it's interesting because if you think about it, trees that are not there, providing foreshadowing you know it's a little bit ironic because the shadows of trees that really are there um i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a delectable irony there somewhere i just i just can't find it in the moment i'm still a little bit off put by the charlatan dinkrest twist waddle you know I, i don't care who knows it either you know if you run into the guy on the streets just slap him upside the face for me, you know? Because I've had enough. I've had enough of people doing this to me. This has happened in most towns that I've been in, you know? At some point, some guy comes along and they think that they can take down the king, you know, and be king. And I don't mean literally. I don't mean the, I don't mean the literal king of the, of the kingdom. I mean me, the king of the stage, as most people have referred to me over the years. And um, I, don't, I don't know. You know, you come at the king, you're going to catch the, the, the crown, with the horns, you come at the bull, you come at the bull, you better smack some horns, okay? And I'm as horny as they come. Um, the, f- the phrasing was not uh, what I wanted at that moment. Um, listen, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know, I don't even know anymore. You know what? Just, just tell that man, if you see him, tell, tell him, Dinkress, you little turd, you little turd man, get out of, get out of, Get out of Jasper's town. He's got till he's got till Tuesday. That's what. That's it. That's it. I've said it. I've said it. He's got till Tuesday. After Tuesday, I will declare a formal duel. That's right. You heard me. You didn't think I had it in me, but I've got it in me. I've lived and been in and seen it places that would make an upstart charlatan like that dinkrest twist waddle poop his little britches. Trust me on this matter. So I'm not afraid of him. And if he thinks that he's going to step into my town and steal out from under me the, 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 the very livelihood that I have built with my own sweat and blood and tears, well, he has another thing coming. And two things coming. And that's my fists. Bring it, you little turd. I'll see you in the streets. You tell him. You know, I, I, I told myself I would never do this as a bard. You know, I respect other performers, but honestly, I have a mind just to walk right to his performance place. You know, I will. Actually, when I get off the stage here, I'm walking right down to the Blind Cyclops pub, which is not a fine establishment, by the way. It is a little turd hole, and everyone knows it, and they don't even know what they're doing with zest, and you can't get a tea cake there. And so I'm going to go right into that place, and I'm going to kick the door in if I need to. And I'll walk right up to the stage, and I will grab that little ass flake by the name of Dinkris Twistwaddle and I will say you and I sir 
pistols at dawn. Or maybe some other weapon. I'm not great with pistols anyway. Uh, don't forget to tip your Minotaur bartender. Uh, do, uh, do come back next week. And uh, I, uh, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle. Thank you for joining us at the Gilded Ram, Grog House, and Tea Room. potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eora if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash brute force so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy also don't forget to make your way over to itunes to leave us a five-star rating and review reviews are like shiny things and that makes lola happy new episodes come out every other tuesday so go subscribe grab your gear and get ready to go adventuring with brute force beach trip like seven years ago me and my roommates and these two random people and i thought everyone was napping and i was working on a crossword puzzle and just making noises <laughs> to the national anthem like chow, chow, chow. and one of the dudes that's my roommate was like, he's like hey man uh while we were all like kind of asleep he was out there and my buddy Derek was like oh yeah no nah, no nah, he just always makes noise and that's that's completely normal he's fine <laughs> I thought I was alone. I didn't think anyone could hear my national anthem noises.